0: Is see anybody there? Yes, and I, I will say, I will throw this in there. I played a summer for a guest, the Gastonia Grizzlies in the CPL, and Jesse Cole, who owns the Bananas, was yep. the owner of the Grizzlies at the time.
1: What's up, Dead Crew? Ed here. And on this episode, I give you guys Eddie Hall. He is one of the co-founders of the Queen City Baseball Club. It's an organization that handles uh, from 13U all the way to 17U uh, baseball academies and baseball clubs, as well as they are now own a collegiate summer league team. Yes, they are called the Corn Dogs. That's right. The Corn Dogs. Guys, it's a great great interview. Uh, You know what? Without further ado, I'll give you the episode. Oh, welcome back to yet another episode of the Dead Hat Chronicles. You guys know who I am. My name is Ed. And with me today, guys, I have, I have a teacher, I have a baseball owner, I have a coach. I mean, you do this, or you you do it all, my friend. Uh his name is Eddie Hall, who is the owner of a what is a wonderful name brand, the Queen City dogs. I mean, that's a beautiful name, my friend. I love it. So how are you doing today?
0: Ed, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Um, those are some kind words you spoke of me there. Those are just a few of the words, I guess, to describe me. But man, it's an honor to be on be on this call tonight. I
1: oh, appreciate it. Thank you for uh, for coming on. So, uh, you know, I, I, the, the one question that just it was stuck in my mind as I'm doing a little bit of research about the club and uh, about you and all that is um do you ever sleep first of all do you ever sleep
0: i will say when i am home before seven or eight o'clock my wife is super happy i will say that (laughs) um but i you know we i coach high school baseball we lost in the state playoffs on tuesday night so these last two nights i've actually been home fairly early so it's been awesome to get some sleep, but the rest of the year, no, I don't sleep
1: much. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know what sleep is. No idea. <laughs> no. Uh, no. So let me ask you, are, are, why? My question is, why do you do it? Like, you know, what's the, the purpose? Why do you do everything that you do?
0: That's a great question. Um man, I've I've been I grew up in the Charlotte area playing baseball, I was, Mm -hmm. I was a decent player, but I was never very good, but I had so many people that poured into me from little league to high school to, you know, to playing in college. Um, and I, I've always wanted to coach. I've always wanted to give back to younger players and give them a good experience. I mean, there's a lot of kids out there that don't have great experiences. Um, and you know, youth sports now is highlighted by a lot of bad things that we see on Twitter um whether it's umpires or coaches or parents (laughs) um so that's kind of been my goal man as I've graduated from college I've worked a couple different jobs in the business world um and I wanted to get into coaching so um I got into it and uh you know to help kids and provide a good experience and it's just evolved into all sorts of different things and different directions but uh I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't change it for the world
1: that's pretty cool dude because like I mean listen and you're right What we see, you know, social media, it's a great thing, but it's also equally just as bad, right? Because we, you know, a lot of kids see what a lot of the other players are doing and all that. And they think that it's automatically okay. Right. So I'm glad that there's someone out there telling them like, no, dude, that ain't right. That's not the way you go. And that's not the way you go about things. Right.
0: Right. And that's, I think that's what baseball teaches you too. I mean, it's a little different sport in the, sense that you know there's there's ways to act there's ways to do things and granted you're right we see we see some things that big leaguers do but i'm like guys like those guys are making a lot of money you guys aren't making money to play this game so let's do things the right way
1: as a matter <laughs> of fact you're paying to play so it, it, there's a little bit of a difference Correct. they get paid you pay
0: that's right that's right
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so so all right so take me back to 2019 Um, and your decision to, to really start this, like you said, you wanted to get back into kids, but like you have more than just uh, a couple of uh, divisions, right? You have, there's a lot more that goes on to Queen city baseball club.
0: Correct. Um, so 2019, a really good friend of mine, Daniel Cook and I, um, we started a program um, I was coaching in college. I was at Queens University and he had just got the job at Charlotte Latin school, which is a great private school here in town. And it's where our college team um, plays and we practice most of the time with the younger teams. But uh, we started just a couple little travel teams just locally, just to one to try to provide, a, you know, something good or a good platform for some kids that weren't playing at the top levels and top organizations here in town. And um we started with the name the queen city talons because his school was the hawks and after a couple years of that we were like man we got to change the name um but we we uh we provided a good i guess a good product for those first couple years um we built it from two to three teams and these are high school middle school age kids and um in 2021 i guess it was probably the fall of 21 we were like let's rebrand this thing let's try to do something awesome that when that people hear the name they're going to remember it so we came up with the corn dogs Um, i think we had a couple beers or a glass of wine in us that night um, (laughs) when we came up with it but um it's evolved into something so much bigger than i could have ever imagined um we have six teams between middle school and high school travel um baseball teams and then we this will be our first year with the summer collegiate team so we're super excited man it's come a long way in a few years so it's really cool all
1: right so let's talk about that right because this will be the first year of the collegiate Woodbat, which by the way I, I, collegiate Woodbat is such an amazing product out there like there's so many leagues now that are giving college students a platform to show off their skills during the summer that otherwise they would not have an opportunity, right? Like then there you'll be able to get a lot of major league scouts, minor league scouts, and all that all in one place and able to see a lot of these players. So what was what was your 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 reasoning or your decision to start the collegiate woodbat team?
0: Yeah, so a couple couple things I guess that factored into it. Number one, uh, um we had a team basically fall into our lap. There was a team in the league last year, the Carolina Vipers. Mm-hmm. They came to me. I had a prior relationship with them and I played with them when I was in college. Um, they said, Hey, we love what you're doing. We're getting out of it. We're dropping all of our teams. Um, do you want to take on the college team? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, so there's really not a huge transaction involved. Um, other than a couple little things. And, uh, we, we basically took it over for him, um, and they were still playing at Charlotte Latin, which is our home field, so we had a little connection there, um, but when he when uh, that owner brought it up to me that they were getting out, I said, let's do it, hell yeah, um, let's at least try it for one year and see how it goes, and so far, so good, I'm ready for those guys to get here in a couple weeks, man, because I, I love college baseball, and um, I think it's going to be fun.
1: You know, being here, being me, being here in North Carolina now, right? Like, I mean, I moved from Ohio here to North Carolina, yeah. and and the the love that fans have for college baseball here in this state is unreal. I've never seen anything like it, right? Obviously, there's no major league team here, but there's a lot of minor league teams. But like, college is this totally different monster here, man.
0: It is. And if you look at the top 25 rankings right now, um, you see a lot of North Carolina teams, including Wake Forest, who somehow top, I think they're one or two right now. And um, obviously you have the, you know, North Carolinas and the NC States and East Carolinas up there, but it's really cool. There's, there's really, really good baseball here. Um, I, you know, it was always my dream to coach college baseball. I coached two years, um, yeah. but just financially it was tough. And I was on the road all the time, but um man, there's, there's great baseball everywhere. And this was, you know, the summer collegiate thing was just another way for me to get involved with college baseball and get to watch some really good players every night.
1: Okay. So, all right. So you took over, they're like, all right, let's do it. Why not? Um, so you decided to stay in the Southern uh, collegiate with, uh, baseball league. Uh, why did you have a choice to go into another league or did you say it was like, no, we're going to stick with this. Let's go ahead and see what, what goes on with this league.
0: Yeah, so when I when I got when I took over the reins, I guess here um, in the SCBL, I wanted to stick in that league just because I know it's a it's a good local league for young guys. That um, a lot of small Division One guys, D two, junior college guys, come home. So like, of my thirty five man roster right now, I only need three kids with a host family.
1: I mean. Oh wow! So that's pretty good. There's a lot of kids that are local to your area that you're able to say, "All right, go ahead and stay home," but you know we need you to come back to so, so we can so you can go ahead and play some baseball with us uh, with the corn dogs.
0: Exactly. So that's kind of what made it easy with that league. Um, I was approached by Alec Allred, who runs the Old North State League. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with him. I am. Yep. Um, that's a great league. They do a great job with their marketing and branding. And he had reached out to me after I had. Kind of taking this over um so i told him you know we'll schedule you guys in some non-conference games we're gonna stick in the league we're in right now but um so that was really the only i guess the only two off- options but i wanted to stick in the scbl for now
1: yeah i mean why not i mean you and then you're able to you know like you said uh go ahead and schedule some non-conference uh teams and you know you're still able to you know develop that relationship and you never know what could happen in the future that's how that goes
0: exactly exactly so
1: all right. So you decided that you wanted a brand as the corn dogs. Was there ever any pushback from anybody?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there I was. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to think back to when we first initially announced it. We announced it, I think, on Halloween in 21. Um, I would say 60% positive, 40% like, what on earth are you guys doing?
1: yeah what is this
0: <laughs> and i just told our families and this was before we had a college team so it's just our younger teams and i told our families guy, like guys we're trying to give y'all give your kids the platform to get some a brand recognition so when people see our name they remember it and hopefully we can you know continue to, to develop our players and become a really good program and not a not very good program. But that yes, initially a lot of families were questioning it and I think they you know, I think they've come around after we've launched the gear and the hats and different things like that.
1: Oh, I'm gonna get with you on this hat, you know, you know I'm gonna have a bone to pick with you, my friend. I mean, I was looking at the at the uh at the shop and you know, there's a very uh very big session missing and I don't see it, but we'll talk about that later, you know, later in the interview. <laughs> Um, I got
0: one, I got one ready to ship out to you. You just,
1: we'll, we'll talk later though. Yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> uh, okay. So, you know, it's funny, you, you, you know, that a lot of people will have a, uh, not a large, but a, a sizable group that will have a negative connotation when it comes to rebranding, right? They're used to something, a la my, you know, Cleveland baseball team going from Indians to Guardians, right? Um, but like, you know, I think that having a name such as, you know, corn dogs, I think one, it makes it fun. Um, and two is it's something that like, you know, not a lot of people are going to be like, well, I haven't really heard that before. Right. You know, like, I mean, so that's pretty cool. I mean, if you look at up here, you have a team called the sock puppets, right? The Burlington sock puppets, the Danville Otterbots, right? Like you've got teams that are doing their thing on Twitter. They're, they're, they're interacting with, with all their fans and they have a quirky name and man, it's working. So. Good it works. You.
0: It works. And that's what, that's what we were going for, so uh, it's it's pretty, it's caught on pretty well, and I I think people I would say we have a ninety five percent you know approval rate right now with the name.
1: I'll tell you this, man. <laughs> I, I, the only reason I saw this team it was because it was set corn dogs on it, and I'm like, let me check this out, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is cool, right? So I I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so but let let's get back to the team because I mean I, I really love what you guys are doing here. So you have 13U, 14U, Navy and gold. Then you got 2024, 2025 and 2026. Break down a little bit that for me, because those are, you know, like you said, middle school to high school age kids that are getting an opportunity to, to develop their skills and, you know, go in front of scouts or potentially high school, private school, and even college.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, We, you know, coaching in college and, No, you know, I've got to know so many coaches, both in high school and the college level. And I've tried to learn learn and take little things from those guys, Mm -hmm. whether it's watching a guy speak on YouTube or going to the ABCA convention, which is the coaches convention every year. And I've tried to pull little pieces from those guys and kind of, you know, build that into how I'm running, running our program. So with our teams, we got our three middle school teams, the 13s and 14s. and, And with those guys, we really just focus on. Um, our practices and training more than anything. Um, we'll mix in some tournament gameplay and let them go play four games in two days, which is too much. But they got to play at some point, and that's kind of what's offered right now. Um, but we really focus and pride ourselves on the practices. Whether it's our winter training over you know December and January before they go to school ball, or it's our practices that'll start up next week and. We'll practice two times a week, offer some other training on the side. Um, and then once they get to the high school scene, like we call them the showcase, to where we can kind of get them in front of some college scouts and all that. Um, we still pride ourselves on the you know practices and training. It changes a little bit with the high school guys. Um, we try to individualize it a little bit more. It's more of a team setting with the middle school guys. But um, those high school guys, we get them ready and send them all over the place and showcase tournaments. We take them to camps. Um, We are doing a really cool thing this summer. I'm taking them on a bus tour to 10 different colleges. So we're going to get on a bus with about 45 kids. And this is the first of August. And we're going to drive up 85 and hit a bunch of schools along there. Then we're going to go to Radford University for a showcase on the second day. And then we're going to come back the third day through the mountains, catch like Lenore Ryan and um, some schools that way so it's it's going to be a cool trip so we're just trying to provide different things like that but that, that's the plan right now and the bus tour is going to be cool
1: first of all wow that's awesome right you know second of all god bless you you know a bunch of you know teenagers <laughs> in, a, in a school bus god bless you my friend i know how i was as a yeah, teenager so it's dangerous <laughs> so <laughs> okay. that's awesome though so like so, so you're going to take them on a school bus, show them college, show them what it's all about. And then, you know, have them play in front of people. That's pretty cool, man. And that, that's not, that's not an easy feat.
0: No, it, uh, one of my good, it's actually a charter bus at, we're big time here.
1: The oh, bus. okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding, but we have, I, we do have one of my good buddies, um, he's a head coach or assistant coach at Southern Wesleyan university. And he'd reached out to me, he runs a camp, a showcase yeah. camp. And he was like, Hey, would you guys be interested in a bus tour? And I was like, absolutely. So we, we mapped it out on what's the best direction to go. And um, we kind of came up with these schools just cause it's pretty easy, you know, to hop on 85 and head North and get up into Virginia. Um, but yeah, that's, that's something unique that we're doing and trying to, do some stuff a little different than some other teams around here. Cause we, we're not good enough to go to the huge um, tournaments in Atlanta or anything like that. But we do try to provide our guys something, something cool and unique like that.
1: You're not good yet. You're right. You know, cause I mean, there's a plan, right? Like you start developing. So there has to be a, you know, three, five, 10 year plan on what's going on with, you know, developing players.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't want to say we're not good. We have some really, really good players. Yeah. We don't have elite level division one players.
1: Okay, we'll um, but we I have
0: some it. really good mid-majors exactly exactly
1: hey listen i'm from a small school myself so like i mean i was a very small d1 school kent state university so it's like as small as it gets so that's not that small well it was when i went the uh,
0: <laughs> the golden flashes
1: yes sir that's right the golden flashes they made it to the uh, college world baseball series so i wish i would have been there though that would have been cool to go see
0: i uh, have know, been omaha is probably the coolest place i've ever been at
1: i was just there dude i was just at omaha for the storm chasers
0: yes so- that ballpark is awesome isn't it
1: uh, beautiful. I mean, kidding me like doing, you know, it's like it was the the, the weather was perfect. Uh, it was baseball. And I mean, there's nothing the food, obviously. Right. So there's you couldn't ask for anything better. So I was very happy. I was very impressed with the area. So I drove from a friend of mine. We drove from Denver, Colorado. We drove to Omaha that day. Uh, and then the next day we drove. To, I Yeah, we drove to Kansas City to watch a Royals game. So it was it was crazy. Did I
0: sleep that's no. a great trip the first time no the, the first time I went to Omaha we flew to Kansas City saw a game then we went to the college world series and we drove all around but man if, if you can go for the college world series in June, man you need to
1: I heard it was beautiful and, and it's awesome it's an awesome experience uh I want to I want to touch back on something that you said that uh, that I don't want to I don't want to uh get past because I think it's very important And, and this is something that I've been doing with my craft as a, you know, as a podcaster, you know, try to, and content creator, try to improve and learn and everything you're saying is that you're trying, you, you learn and you watch YouTube and you, 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 you learn from other people. And I think that's something that a lot of other people don't really take serious and and really, you know, hone on their craft that by learning from others.
0: Yeah, I, uh. I guess I'll start with saying I am a teacher. I teach middle schoolers, um, for some, so it probably, (laughs) it probably starts with that. Um, I've always, I guess I've always enjoyed the classroom. I didn't really think I would teach. I knew I would coach, but, um, as a teacher, right? Like I'm always trying to teach, teach different things. I teach business classes. So that that's fun. But I think as myself, like if I'm trying to grow and especially to be around young people, like I need to keep coming up with new ideas and new ways to engage them and motivate them. Um, but, I, you know, the best stuff that I've I've watched and I've read is from coaches because, one, that's the most – the thing I'm passionate about. But, two, like they know how to motivate people and put things into perspective. And, um, you know, just like – example, I guess, would be uh, watching the old Miss baseball coach, uh, Bianco. Like some of the stuff that he did last year is he – you know, as his team, obviously they won the national championship, but like some of his post-game meetings and like his, the way he talks to his players at practice, like little things like that. Like I just, I eat up and Mm -hmm. I'm probably a nerd for it, but like, that's what, that's what fires me up. And I think I try to take little pieces from him, take little things from coach Hibbs who I played for at Charlotte, um, who's now the head coach at Wichita. take things that he taught me, Bo Robinson, who's the hitting coach at NC state now that I grew up hitting with Um, little things that those guys you know, just kind of left me with. I've always tried to pull from them, um, but if you're not, if you're not growing and you know changing, changing the way you think about stuff, man, you, you're just going to be stagnant. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to do things you know, very well for very long.
1: I like using that word a lot, stagnant. Like you just stay stagnant, it's just and then you go nowhere. Right. Like if you're not evolving, you just exactly right. Exactly. You're just boom right there. You're coasting. And then at the at the same point, it's just there goes the downtrend and there's you can't do anything about it because you didn't do anything about it earlier. So, um, yeah. all right. So you got your your first, uh, for your your corn dogs, your your collegiate wood bat team. You're you're going to be coming up here May 29th. That's when they report. Like, I mean, it's and then you got the, uh, the high point Thomasville high Toms. Like, I mean, you're, you're coming up here, you know, pretty soon, man. (laughs) Pretty soon.
0: um, I I am, I am constantly getting ready for those guys today. I was trying to set up food trucks, um, trying to plan some promotional stuff, trying to work with our announcer and and on-field reporters and my play-by-play guy, but we're getting ready. The players report that, that Monday night of Memorial Day, um, we're going to hand them some all yellow uniforms and we are going to, we're going to go to work and, you know, on the 31st, a couple days after that against a team in the coastal Plains league. So God <laughs> knows what will happen,
1: but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be up in my, um, in my neck of the woods, my friend. Cause I'm in, I'm up here in the rally Durham area. So like, I mean, high, high point is not that far from me. Come on down, man. I Then I then
0: I can save some money on shipping. I'll just bring the hat.
1: <laughs> All right, so um, okay, so you you're gonna there there the whole uniform is yellow. Talk to me about that, right? I'm a huge merch guy, right? Like I, I'm I'm big on merchandising. I'm big on on branding, right? I, and and I think that you guys, you know, and here we go, pun intended. You guys really hit it out of the ballpark with the branding here. Um, so like, why? you know, the, the color of the uniforms, like, it, did you really, you know, set some time to really think about this?
0: Yeah. So originally when we started our program, we were Navy blue and Carolina blue. So like, we kind of had the, we had the Navy look and we came up with corn dogs. I had a logo or a friend of mine design the logo. um And he kind of put it all together, changed around some colors and kind of came up with, obviously I'm wearing the script on my shirt right now. um But basically, we went with that gold and yellow look. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll see kind of the gold in the logo, but the, the yellow, the mustard yellow as well. So um, we we came up. I'm not going to say we didn't take notes from the Savannah Bananas, but we wanted to try to do something crazy and out there. And so listen, that's, that's one point probably of where we got the yellow.
1: I, listen. Anybody that doesn't learn from any other team when it comes to merchandising and when it comes to antics and things like that, they're not doing it. That's how it always happens. Right. Good for you, man. Learning. That's that's amazing. You took the yellow. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's working for them. Why not for us? Absolutely. And a banana, for God's sakes. They're called the bananas. Right. So why not the corn dogs? (laughs)
0: Yes, and I I will say, I will throw this in there. I played a summer for the Gastonia Grizzlies in the CPL. And Jesse Cole, who owns the Bananas, was the owner of the Grizzlies at the time. Um, So we got to see some of his shenanigans in the early stages in Gastonia before he moved down to Savannah. So I do have a little bit of the connection there. So I'm definitely taking some notes from Jesse if you're out there listening, man. Thank you.
1: (laughs) There you go. Good for you, man. Good for you. Uh, Okay, so... Uh, Now, here's the part, man. I I know you got some trucker hats here, but I mean, let's talk, man. Let's talk dad hats here. What what are we doing here?
0: Are You you want like the the old school classic dad hat, right?
1: You know me, man. I'm the, you know, and everybody, because here's the thing. Everybody's all about the new eras, the 5950s. And that's great. Listen, I have a bunch of those, right? But they're like 40 plus dollars. Those things are expensive, right? I'm a dad with a four-year-old who is costing me an arm and a leg to dance. She wants to go to gymnastics now. I got swimming, buying a house. so I, I can't afford these things. You know this. So it's like, you know, this is what I, I bring in down a notch, and then dad hats it is.
0: So no trucker hat for you? Is that what you're saying?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I, here, I'm going to – look. I'm, I've got a bunch of those as well. i got a bunch of trucker hats. Don't okay. get me wrong. You know, but eventually, I, will, I will
0: say I have plenty of trucker hats. If, if you're good with trucker hats, that's what I'm getting you.
1: All right, cool. We'll we'll talk off offline. Well, I'll get you. I'll get the truckers. I'm going to wear it. Don't you worry. I'm going to wear a corn dogs, you know, hat over here. Don't you worry about that, my friend. <laughs>
0: we'll take care of it, man. We'll take care
1: of it. <laughs> Love it. All right. Is there anything else that I have not asked you, my friend? Anything about the team? Anything you want to say right now? This is your chance because we're about to go into my favorite part of, the, of every interview.
0: Man, I guess before we get into the, que- the you know the the questions that you were mentioning earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. really the biggest thing I want to say with our program and kind of how we're doing things um is we got some really great people involved. Um my partner Daniel Cook and I, you know, team this thing and you know we work together to build all this stuff. Um but you know, I've got really good coaches too, so I've hired different coaches at the different age groups. And to have those guys, you know, involved with our players, that's the biggest thing. So Coach Daddio, Coach Benson, um, Coach Scanner, Coach Reinheimer, all those guys um, are huge pieces and huge assets to what we're doing. So if I didn't have those guys, man, like there'd be no way we'd have six teams and a college team, I'll tell you that. So um, you hire really good people and bring them in and let them work and good things will happen, so.
1: Again, dude, I don't even know how you're doing this. Like, how are you still, like, is that full of just nothing but caffeine energy drinks that you're drinking right now? Because, like, I don't know how you do it, dude.
0: It's just a good old sweet tea from Chick-fil-A, so I I guess that keeps me going, yeah. (laughs)
1: That's, you know what, let's touch on that, right? Like, it's hiring the right people because uh, there's there's a lot of things going on right now that, like, we, you know, we see that, like, in order to be to lead, you know, uh players, you got to have good leadership, right? With you, with the ownership, but also coaches. Those are the ones that are really interacting a lot of the times, and and that's I think that's super important. And you're and you're right.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing with us, like especially with young kids in middle middle school and high school. Like you got to have good role models for them. And I think coaches can be the best ones, especially when you. I, I'm not saying I'm a, a a young guy or toot my own horn, but when you have young guys, 28, 29, 30 years old Mm -hmm. involved with these guys, I think, uh, you know, I think that says a lot and I think parents and players really appreciate that. And, you know, I guess you could call it the new school way of coaching, but uh, it's working for us. um, And I think we're, we're providing a good product. So, yeah,
1: that's awesome, dude. I love it. I love it. I I think that's a great, uh, you gotta be able to relate, right? You'll be able to relate. You'll be able to, able to teach these young kids, you know, and young men, uh, the right way of doing things, and it's all about teamwork, my friend. It's all about the teamwork.
0: That's right, absolutely, Ed.
1: All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's hear right. it. Let's go. So, so you are in the Charlotte area. So, let's say that you go into a night's baseball, or even Canapolis, uh, the Cannonballers. Right, you're about to go to a, a ball game as a fan. Uh, and what is going to be your food and drink of choice?
0: Food and drink of choice. If let's say I'm going to Indianapolis because I know they got some better drinks up there, I am going a hot dog all the way with a cheer one.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yes. Not a lot of pe- good man. Good man. Cheer one. There you go. I like it. I like it. My wife yes. just found out about that not too long ago. So I mean, again, we're from Ohio. So. <laughs>
0: All right. Yes, Cheerwine Sun Drop is down in that area, so got to got to get those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, so here's here's the thing. All right. You're having a hot dog, right? You're having um a uh uh um Excuse me, I apologize. Are you having hot uh ketchup or mustard on a hot no. dog? Hot dog. Are we
0: talking hot dog or corn dog?
1: Both. I don't care cuz I know the corn dog has both the ketchup and the mustard.
0: You know that's that's a big debate for a hot dog. I'm going both, but some people don't like ketchup on their corn dogs, and I don't know what they're talking about.
1: I, you know, dude, I made a video about this because uh, I, <laughs> a lot of people give me uh, a lot of slack about the the fact that I love ketchup on a hot dog, and I think it's a great thing. All right, ketchup belongs on a hot dog, guys. Let's get over this already. Although, also, I do uh, the uh, stadium mustard. You know. Uh, it's called Burtman's in Cleveland. So super good, but I won't, I won't knock anybody if they use yellow mustard. I'm okay. I'm okay with that too.
0: I would try it. I'll try, I'll try anything at a ballpark. I'll tell you that.
1: Heck yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, what is the most interesting place you've ever been to?
0: Most interesting place I've ever been to. I'm going to say Glacier National Park in the great state of Montana.
1: Wow. That's pretty cool. Haven't been there. I want to. Want to go? All right. Uh, if you could take just one thing with you to a deserted island, what what is that one thing that you're going to take with you? You're stuck in that deserted oh, island. What is that one thing you're taking with you?
0: Can I take a person? I, sure. I think my wife would be a great one to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking my wife.
1: Yeah. She'll probably hate you because now you're both stuck in the deserted island. But, you know, good luck to you, my friend. <laughs> she, she my wife would, not, would tell me to keep like me it. here.
0: She would have been mad if I didn't say her though. So true.
1: Hey, that's true too. <laughs> so you're not winning either way. So you're good. <laughs> All right. Okay. So how many chickens do you think it'll take to kill an elephant?
0: Oh dear God! Where'd you get this one, Ed? I don't know. Um,
1: it's just one of those questions. I just I, I, listen. I read a lot of like I have a I have a book that says forty thousand questions, random questions, and this is one of them. <laughs>
0: I'm going like 350. I I, I, I like the number.
1: Not... I like the number. I like the number. Uh okay. Let's see here. Uh if you were to have a spirit animal, what animal would it be?
0: Oh
1: a deer. I like it. I like it. I I, I get a I someone gave me a golden retriever once and then gave me a cat. You know, I'm like I'm like a you know a very call for rooster. I'm loud, and you know that's how it goes. Uh, all right,
0: <laughs> I can see that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What is the once? Which one smells better? Bread, just like the bread coming right out of the oven, like fresh baked bread, or fresh cut grass. Fresh cut
0: grass, man. I'm a baseball coach. Come on. All day
1: long, dude. That smell is amazing. Oh, are you kidding oh, yeah. me? All right, favorite fruit.
0: Favorite fruit, man. We're coming up on fruit season too. I love, I love some fresh cantaloupe, but like if we're going just consist, I'm going strawberries. Strawberries.
1: I'm, uh, you know, and by the time of this recording, we're recording right before Mother's Day. I am taking my wife uh, strawberry picking because that's what she wanted to do for Mother's Day. So, I'm with you. Strawberries are delicious. My daughter eats them like crazy.
0: Melt them better than Fresh picked Strawberries.
1: All right. You're right about that. Okay, here we go. The You're going to a party, you're hanging out, and it's your turn to choose the music. What is that one song that you're choosing?
0: Well, it's definitely going to be country. I will tell you that, and my <laughs> wife would not, would not appreciate it. Um, <laughs> the one song that I would want to play... What kind of vibe do we have? Is it, a, is it a good vibe? Are we sitting around a fire or like what Ooh, is see, it?
1: See, that's the thing, though. Like, that's just chilling right there. That's a hangout spot right there. But I'm talking about party, everybody hanging out, a couple of drinks, you know, where we were having a good time.
0: Man, I am probably going to I'm probably going to crank up some Brooks and Don, maybe play my Maria by Brooks and Don and really get the crowd going.
1: All right. I like it. <laughs> okay, that, nothing wrong with that, my friend um okay what a couple more and then i'll leave you alone i promise you what is one thing that you wish could exist but doesn't at this moment doesn't anymore like it's just no it no longer exists
0: man that's a good book full of questions this is a good one um you might have stumped me (laughs) something that doesn't exist
1: that you wish will be back. For me, Ooh. I know a lot of people I don't won't even know who what this is. But there used to be this drink back in the day. It was called Justa, and man, it was good. And then all of a sudden, it was owned by Pepsi. And you know how, like at Pepsi, at one point they were just trying to throw anything that would stick, right? Like it was like Pepsi Claire. Just this was one of my favorite drinks, and it just like it felt it left off forever, and I can't get it ever again. I wish I would bring that will bring back that one. Yeah.
0: Well, I've never had Justin, never even heard of it. I would love to try it. Uh, I will Google it after this. Now, I will go back to food products and Chick-fil-A because I ate dinner there tonight. I wish Chick-fil-A would bring back the chicken salad sandwiches that they had on the menu.
1: That is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, we we Those eat, were great. We eat Chick-fil-A um, here about once a week, you know, and uh, I get it. I get it. All right, last question, my friend. If animals could talk, okay, which animal would be the biggest and rudest animal?
0: Mm. Biggest as in...
1: Just the biggest biggest a-hole, right? Like, just the biggest a-hole. Raccoon, for sure. Whoa sure that would be my god they're just they like and then when you know when they get into trash which is not come on and then they just knock everything over and then you got to go out there the next day and you got to clean everything up i'm with you i'm a nuisance man they really are a pin in the rear so although they do have a team down in you know in alabama called the rocket city trash panda so pretty cool logo
0: They got a great logo
1: <laughs> they do uh by the way, and I never mentioned this, but, you know, you have a great name. I think Eddie, Eddie is a great name, by the way. Uh, dude, thank you, so, thank you so much for doing this. I had a lot of fun. Um, where can people find you and the team on uh, on the socials?
0: Yeah, at first, I mean, thanks for having me, man. This has been awesome. Uh had a ton of fun. So uh, check us out online. Our website is com. Um, everything's on there, but you can find us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at queen city BSB as in baseball BSB. Um, hopefully we'll get a TikTok this summer. I oh. yeah, I've heard the kids love TikTok, Um, so I got a couple girls coming in to run social media. So maybe we'll get, get some followers on there, but yeah, the website has everything. Um, and I would love for you guys to reach out and, um, I'm working on the merchandise store as an entrepreneur, one man show.
1: Um, I get, I, I get do a it.
0: job with that stuff.
1: Dude, I get it, man. I Uh, understand.
0: uh, So I'm trying there. Most of my stuff's local pickup, but I have shipped some hats out to Texas and California. So um, if you guys are interested in any of that, let me know. And uh, if, if you see something or if you if you want something else with the Corn Dog logo, shoot me an email and I will get it made for you and I will ship it straight to your doorstep.
1: Sounds good, man. And then I will put everything on the site so that way on the on the show notes so that way everybody can follow you. And also, I want them to go ahead and buy some merchandise, man. That's how Hey, listen. That's how a lot of the collegiate woodbat teams survive and that's how they make the money. So merchandise is the name of the game, my friend. That's
0: right. That's right. And I'm gonna get you a hat. Don't worry. It'll be on, it'll be back there right front and center on that wall.
1: I love it. I will put it here, my friend. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Eddie. Now, make sure you guys are following uh, him because, uh, obviously, he is one of the co-founders, the, the Queen City Baseball Club Twitter account. Uh, they're always putting a lot of good content out there while they are going uh, through the uh, season for the Collegiate Woodbat. Um, And and as well as, you know, I I, I always say this, make sure you guys are going to the website, supporting them by uh, purchasing some of their merch, okay? Uh, That's how they make their money. That's how they are able to uh, support coaches, uh, travel, uh, uniforms, all that fun stuff, guys. So uh, make sure you guys do that. I'll put all the links on the uh, notes so that way you guys can go ahead and take a look. And then finally, make sure you guys are following Uh, my podcast Uh, give it uh, five stars wherever you listen to your podcast Uh, i am on twitter on instagram and even tiktok that's right i said it uh so make sure you guys are following me and then say hi until then guys keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues see ya